Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? Well, this is it, episode number 100 of the podcast. Who would have thought that 99 weeks ago, I would have started a podcast and kept at it? Who would have thought that I would have had so much to talk about? In 100 episodes, I've I've had a different comic book or a different comic book series every single issue, never repeating myself. I don't think I've repeated myself. I've got to look back in the archives. It's been a while, 100 episodes after all. This is part one of a two-part episode focused on one comic book. So come back next week to have the second part of this very special episode. But for this episode, episode 100, what I want to do is go back all the way to the beginning. And I'm going to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man number 266, first published in 1985. Legend has it that this is my very first comic. And I say legend has it because from my memories, from the evidence, I think this is my first comic. This is what started me in a comic book reading and collecting journey, eventually. Long story short, my dad probably got me this comic in 1985, and it doesn't seem like I actually started to read comics on a regular basis until 1987, because there's a gap of Amazing Spider-Man issues from 266 up to 292 or so, the starting point of Kraven's Last Hunt. So for all intents and purposes, this is my first issue, The Amazing Spider-Man number 266. So I want to talk about it a little bit this week, because I first read it 33 years ago. First of all, this is the newsstand edition, and it sold for 65 cents, and it's cover dated July. This was at the time when Spider-Man first acquired his black costume, which eventually he found out to be a symbiont, which eventually became Venom. So he's quite powerfully drawn on the cover, pushing aside Toad and Frogman, two pretty low-level villains of the time. An amazing sort of starburst pattern fills the background, and the caption on the cover reads, This man, this frog. The creative team. Stan Lee presents, under protest, Peter David, writer. Sal Bushima, Pencils, Joe Rubenstein and Co., Finisher, Rick Parker, Lettering, Oliver and Yamtov, Colors, Jim Owsley, Editor, Jim Shooter, Editor-in-Chief, and who should know better. The story is titled Jump For My Love, or Spring Is In The Air. This is a one-shot story. It's very comedic, it's very goofball, off the wall. It features classic quippy Spider-Man, early Bushima art, classic ads for things like Oreo cookies and Reese's Pieces. The Black Cat makes an appearance. Editors note, yes, the sequence takes place before the historic breakup in Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man number 100. You'll understand why shortly, Jim Shooter. The basic plot is that after attempting suicide, the Toad is saved by Spider-Man and Toad is so eternally grateful, he wants to become Spider-Man's partner, or sidekick. Peter, of course, doesn't want this, but the Toad is adamant. Another low-level villain, Frogman, is jealous about that, 
and plots against both Spider-Man and Toad. But someone else in the shadows wants in on the action. There's an ambush, shenanigans ensue, there's a lot of fighting and shooting. Spider-Man has to take care of a gang of drunk and armed thugs, as well as protecting those sorry villains from themselves. In the end, it all works out in a very goofy way. The final panel featuring a spidery sunset with Peter Parker and his neighbor Bambi enjoying it on a rooftop really stuck in my mind all these decades later. It's fascinating to hold and thumb through this book again. It's not in terrible condition, maybe a 5.0, lower than that actually, because I drew various things in several pages. I made the spider sense lines appear on another page where he didn't have them. I drew pupils into Spider-Man's eyes in another panel. There's an ad for Power Pack and Spider-Man, and I drew some um, vocalization for one of the characters. He's saying, ooh, because he's a ghost character. Sorry, I'm not versed in my Power Pack characters. This book was from 1985. I was seven years old when I got a hold of it. I just turned 40 this year. It's just fascinating to think about the past, about the hobbies, about what makes you who you are today. And this definitely did. Ushima's art, no doubt, inspired me in my own artistic endeavors years later. Spider-Man still remains my favorite superhero to this day. And I'm still a big Marvel fan compared to the distinguished competition. The book smells like nostalgia, that classic, musty comic book smell. There's nothing particularly valuable about this issue. Even a CGC 9.8 copy is like $30. I missed out by one issue. Amazing Spider-Man 265, I believe, is the first appearance of Silver Sable. But holding this original copy of this comic that I've had for 35 years is priceless. So this week I read The Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 1, Number 266, from 1985. Thanks for listening to 100 episodes of this podcast. And if you enjoyed it and my other projects, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos and why not donate a dollar? It really helps in my production costs and motivation to keep doing what I'm doing for you. I think it's worth it. This has been VM Campos. See you next week.